Telesco just won't give up. Tonight we find out who killed Nate Sr. and is Bonnie pregnant with Miller's baby? You'll have to stay tuned to find out. This is How to Get Away with Murder. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, guys. Hey. Welcome back to How to Get Away with Murder. What's up? I'm excited for this episode. Happy guys. Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Actually, all the love is I thing. don't believe in that, so let's not. You know what? Let's happy, not happy do that. Singles Awareness Day, guys. I cannot <laughs> contain my excitement. I'm just so excited to get straight into it. Yes. I'm Elena, and I have beautiful co-host next to me, Miss Jamie Gray. Hi, guys. And CJ Walker. What's up? CJ back again, guys. Back again. Yes. We're missing April tonight. She is in Bama. You know, Living anyone, her best life. anyone who goes missing on Valentine's Day is questionable. <laughs> yes, us. Where are you at, April? Where are you at? <laughs> we only we don't only we don't have a lot of information. Um we need more, April. About where, where she are is. You? Yeah. <laughs> guys, we miss you. Tonight's episode was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. We get a lot of answers. We get to find out if Bonnie can possibly be pregnant. Mm-hmm. We find out who actually killed Nate Sr. I don't know if you guys believe that or not. We get an appearance from the governor. It's family bonding, which we love, over a Christmas episode. Yes. We have so was, much in store for you guys. I was confused about that, the Christmas episode. I didn't episode. like that it was a Christmas episode. Like on Valentine's Day? We'll get, in, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. We also have our special segment, Keating's Best. So Ooh. everyone who's watching, be thinking about that now. Oh, gosh. I wrote mine down, so oh, gosh. I got it. Oh, yeah. I don't and even it. know. Actually, yes, I do. <laughs> and of course, our favorite segment, news and your gossip. favorite segment, <laughs> you guys. That will be coming in later, so you guys stay tuned. How do you guys feel about this episode? Um, I like the word that you that you use, which was interesting. I'm not. I, th- I thought it was a good episode. All the episodes are good, but was it exciting? Was it as suspenseful as I yes. usually like? No, but I did like the ending. They always like to give you the little thrills at the end. But I'm also glad that we got to see um, Cicely Tyson finally. We did tease that in your favorite segment, News and Gossip, a couple weeks ago, and she's finally here. So, yeah. Okay, so I think I thought it was exciting. I really liked this episode. It gave us a lot of information. The only thing I didn't like was it was Christmas on Valentine's Day. I was like, what is this? I feel like they made that episode like a while ago. And just threw it in right now, but it's good. It definitely <laughs> was interesting that they were bonding over Christmas because we were so removed from yes. the holiday. And I think when we watch the show, we get so consumed with where it is. So mm-hmm. for us to have gone through Christmas months ago, mm-hmm. now we're like, eh, what is happening here? Right. Christmas Hanukkah. We like to feel included. Right. <laughs> so I, I think that's just what made it different, especially since there was going to be an episode premiering tonight. Yeah. So I remember checking the schedule and I was like, oh, are they going to have a Valentine, like an episode on Valentine's Day or not? Um, that would have been cute. But also <laughs> How to Get Away with Murder just isn't the Valentine kind of show. Or a holiday. It or, could have been, though. You know, like, I get it, though, because, you know, they're coming off of the of Connor and Ollie's wedding. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, they could have made something cute with with Gabriel and uh, Michaela. They could have done something cute with Connor and Ollie. Shoot, even Asher and Connor's mom. I was like, going to say, please don't they say They could have made it really messy. <laughs> they could have also did... There's so many couples. Um, they could have also did Bonnie, like, being sad because it's Valentine's Day and she doesn't have Miller. And so Frank comes but, in with the roses. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have. We'll talk to the writers. We'll get them on the phone next time and just yeah. be like, I, mean, I do. Find me. Find my resume. I'm a writer. Yes. <laughs> guys, well, okay. 
So though I feel some type of way about the Christmas episode, I did love the family bonding. I loved everyone coming together and having dinner. I loved the cute stories, the embarrassing moments. <laughs> Both the family bonding. Both family yeah. bondings. I yeah. mean, one of them is not a family bonding, really, except for I mean, they are Connor's family. mom. They are a family. The, yeah. So the Keating Five, four, are a family, plus Gabriel, right. plus Connor's mom. Well, and, that, and that's an actual family. Yeah, technically, though. Gabriel is Annalise's family, you know, by association. Uh, but Gabriel, but Gabriel wasn't at Annalise's family dinner. True. I like, you know, I like the whole dynamic of the family dinner, seeing Crawford and Tegan there. You know, we had teased that photo, but I like seeing them there with Annalise's mom and how they're, you know, learning that her name is Anna May. I love that. I, I always love too. when they call her Anna May. Me too. Um, and I even with uh, the dinner that they had with Asher and Connor's mom, she was a bit much for me. You know, it's just like, honey, where's your tact? You're you are the oldest one here at this table, yet you're the most childish. Right. But, I agree. Yeah, I agree. She was she was a little dizzy. She <laughs> seems like really out there. Like mm-hmm. she just Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline seems clueless like if they tell her something she just let it slip or something she yeah. seems like Asher's mom yeah she was, that, <laughs> I mean, that would be honestly, a great match it was just interesting to hear you say that so I thought you were gonna say something else I was like are you, uh, what? no but like I know that Asher can be an airhead oh. he's still he's still like a dope guy this what um, happens when your birthday's coming up you yes, grow there's you gr- maturity growth. wow we Real. see it but we like it Yes. I do love, though, that Laurel was trying to create moments, mm-hmm. you know, for Baby West. What do you mean? Like, she was taking pictures, and she had Oliver oh, okay. dressed up as Santa Claus, and she yeah. was having them do the ornaments. So the family coming together in that aspect makes me happy, except the creepy call that she got from who we suspect to be her mom. Do you guys think it was her mom? No. I, I, well, didn't she kill her mom? That's what we thought. We assumed. And then they just, like, dropped <sighs> the storyline. You know what? They have so much to explain because in the previous season, you know, we saw Laurel with the scratches on her wrist and we were wondering where that came from. Mm -hmm. And then um, when she answered the phone, even when she called her mother, I never heard her say this before, at least from my knowledge, it was like maman, Mm -hmm. which I'm guessing that's like French, but I wasn't ready. Okay, so I was a little confused. I was like, que? Quoi? Uh, that's Spanish, ma. Baby, girl. Listen, I was still confused. That's how, that's what I was thinking that's in my head. what I'm confused so, right now. So I was just like, what's happening? Um, so yeah, I just, I don't know if it's Laurel's mom, but I think the writers want us to think that. Right. So, yeah. I, I still think that Laurel killed her mom, and she was just like saying that to throw people off. Or I don't know. I think that was just random because that storyline died so long ago, so... What other woman could it be? Because it was because a we don't know. Yeah, we don't yeah. know if that was a woman. And yeah. We'll yeah. get to that part later, I guess. <laughs> What's Because we just never know. They always try to throw us for these loopholes. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, I think it's my mom, I think it's my mom, but it really might not be. And then another family member who they weren't at either the dinner, uh, Miller's mom, mm-hmm. I feel like she's going to start digging into the... Death. I think I, th- I think so too, and we'll get into Miller's funeral and Bonnie mm-hmm. and all of that. But my favorite part about family bonding was Orphelia. I think I'm saying that right. Annalise's mom. Y- yeah. Uh huh. Because she came in, and we know that she is sick, 
and she's tired, so sometimes she's forgetful. But she was phenomenal. Like I, I love when she's in any episode. Yeah, yeah, in anything. And I just love her. One, Cicely yeah. Tyson had an amazing performance. Yes. Two, I love what it brought to the episode. I love the texture that Annalise's mom played. Her always being super obsessed with Annalise and. and I was, about to, I was about to say Nathaniel. Because even <laughs> yeah. her calling him Nathaniel is just amazing. And, and for those of you who are watching, comment below on how you feel about her being present. If you want yeah. to see Annalise and Nate get married, as she was suggesting, we definitely want Annalise you guys to be an active, to be active with her. What? <laughs> Annalise and Nate get married? Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about Annalise and Nate together anymore. I think they've just been through too many roller coasters. Yeah. You know, and I know that um, Annalise's mom loves Nate, and I, would, I like them together, but it's just too much back and forth. I did like the scene where Annalise's mom says, um, well, of course, where she's calling her anime, where she tells the lunchbox story. And then yeah, Annalise goes and that. she looks um, at, uh, was it Nate? And she goes, no, I, there's no way in hell that I would have given my lunchbox. I was going to say their food. Yo, I mean, I might sometimes, but you know. I literally wanted to cry. Yeah. That pulled my heartstrings so bad when she told that story, and then Annalise just was like, "Nah, that was that was not." She that made me laugh. Tough girl. Yeah, but I'm wondering, do you guys think that story was true, or do you think it, that Annalise's mother is you know, experiencing de- dementia? It's both because we we've already been exposed to her experiencing dementia, mm-hmm. but, which is also why she surprised me. So when she first came in, you can tell that she was maybe having an episode. When she mm-hmm. first interacted with Nate, she asked about his dad, but then later in the episode, she was like, you know, now that he's passed, here are some letters that we used to write. So that confused me because I didn't know which state she was in. Right. You know right. what I mean? And because because I remember even paying attention to how Nate played along with her. He was like, oh, I'll like, I'll let you know. And she was like, make that a promise or whatever the case oh. may be. I love Nate for playing along, but it confused me on just, is she in the past? Is she in the present? Where Where is she? How is she actually doing? Right. It seemed like she was pretty, like, coherent to me. Yeah, but she had little moments, like even mixing up that story. Ask- how do you know it was a mix-up? Annalise just says, that wasn't me, that was um, Cecilia. <laughs> she said it was her sister. I think that she was talking about her sister. But how do you know Annalise wasn't just like saying that? Because outside of that instance, Annalise's mom still she literally said, "How's your dad doing?" in the beginning okay. of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later said, "Oh, I know he's dead." You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just confusing. And maybe that was just me. I don't know. Leave in the comments if you were confused with which mental state she was in. Yeah. Also. But so I brought up I brought up Annalisa and Nate getting married because when she brought that up, you can see both of them kind of their light bulbs going yeah. off because it's true. If they were married, they wouldn't have to testify against each other for whatever Annalise will be talking to the FBI about. Oh, uh, that'd be just it's too much. It's so much. Uh. But I like or I didn't like I just thought it was funny when um Annalise's mom said, Is that your boyfriend or it sounds like a boyfriend to Crawford? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, I feel like they would make a better couple now than Nate and Annalise. I don't know. Annalise stay single. Yeah. But no, I, out of everyone at that dinner, I want Annalise to be with um, Tegan. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's, that's that very interesting. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was interesting. Crawford's speech at the dinner table. Hmm. When her mom was like, it sound like that's a boyfriend. I was just like, dude, you so in love. Like, you want attention so Pressed. bad. Pressed. It, yeah. it made me uncomfortable a bit. Really? Yeah. Why? Because he was just 
he was just asking for too much. Like, just be happy to be in a room. Yeah. You know what I mean? For you to get up and give a speech, we're not even that close. He probably was just, like, felt awkward about the whole thing and didn't really know what to say. That happens, too. That's a good point, yeah. CJ. Yeah. I no, <laughs> I don't know. Well, because you know, like when people are getting nervous, they just yeah. they just They're start just talking, yeah. just to, just to talk, which I hate. Sorry, <laughs> but like some people do that, and I think you know. Also, he was one of the minorities at the table, right? So he might have felt a little bit more uncomfortable. True. I mean, true. It's 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 possible. But then, um, bounce back to the other family reunion. Um, did you find it weird that how like Connor's mom was the only mom there? I kind of did because when she like mentioned that like we're everyone else's family, I thought that was weird too because like they all have families. So well, maybe Ali's mom was like, "Listen, I don't know what's going on with all this controversy after this wedding. People dying and it was snowing, it was cold. She's probably just like, you're lucky that I came to this wedding, you know, and I'm just don't include me in on this, you know? Yeah. Because Ali's mom already seemed kind of uh, withdrawn anyway. She just wanted to be there for the wedding, so I didn't. I didn't expect to see her there. Really? But Connor's mom, the the ditzy woman that she plays, you know, she's probably just like, yeah, I'm gonna hang out with Asher, and like, you know, she that's her scene. She wanted that. Yeah, I guess. So. I was gonna say, I feel like the reason Connor's mom was there was because of the Asher. Yeah. Connection. Yeah. It is interesting that none of their parents are around, but we kind of know the backstory with their parents. Like Michaela and her parents are strange and Gone. apparently trying to pay off some gambling debt, as she mentioned tonight. Laurel doesn't have parents. Basically, her mom's disappeared. Her dad's in jail, jail, rotten. Gabriel, surprisingly, for him to be as close as he is with his mom, for him to choose not to go home. Yeah, that's a good one. Or to not invite her. And where could his mother possibly be? Also, so many things. Why are we still talking about his mom and we haven't seen her? Yeah. I don't think Like, is she even alive? Is she sick? Is she in the hospital? Like, maybe she's in the hospital and that's why he can't visit. (laughs) And it's it's just so many reasons it could be. It's just interesting. And then for Frank to bring him over for Christmas dinner. A lot... The Christmas dinners were just very, very interesting. Yeah. It gave us a lot of information. It gave us a lot of information. And an underlying thread for both dinners was Agent Telesco. Yeah. Yes. She... I don't like her. Just will not give up. Yeah. yeah. I want to know, like, what her obsession is with this. She seemed is a little it... salty, too, when she was like, yeah, I wasn't invited to this. I uh, think she might be in why love. Why would you well, be? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because after, like, watching the whole episode, now I think that she might have a thing for um, Annalise. I think I think <sighs> she might be in love, especially when she mentioned to Tegan not, getting, not, not being invited. I was like, hmm, maybe she has some type of fetish for Annalise. And we find out that she does swing for the other side. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think Tegan can seduce anyone. <laughs> Why is that funny? Yeah. I think Tegan can seduce anyone, truthfully. So it wasn't surprising, surprising. And she does it, like, tastefully. It's cute when she does it. It's not creepy. It's like very sexy. Yeah. It's kind of annoying, actually. Tegan <laughs> is Tegan. I wrote Tegan's making money moves. Because she money. was like, <laughs> she was like, get but over literally, here. literally, though. She's like, sense. get over here. She got over there. Tegan... Is the man. She's the woman. Oh my God. She's the woman. She's the woman. (laughs) Agent Telesco pops in, calls Annalise before all the family bonding even happens to ask about her coming to speak in and possibly getting immunity. And I don't know how you guys feel at home or how y'all felt watching it. I didn't understand what she was offering Annalise immunity for. Like, 
Oh, like, like to, for information about yeah, but, everything. But why would that be on the table about, you know, because it was never. Because she, sorry, she, um, I feel like she finally like clicked something. Something clicked in her head and was like, Annalise has her foot in all of this. Maybe mm-hmm. she's not the one who did this, but she knows everything. Mm-hmm. And if I get all the information from her, I could take all of them down. I also want to shout out, I don't remember who exactly it was in the chat room, but this was someone's prediction. Someone said that possibly Annalise would be the one to turn on everyone because she's the only one who hasn't killed anyone. Yeah. And Frank, Did we say that for predictions? I, 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 I said that. Yeah. I Go ahead, it. CJ. Yeah. See? And, and Frank mentioned it this episode. Yeah. Frank was like, you know, she's the only one who hasn't done anything. Yeah. So when, when Agent Telesco called her, I was like, ooh, your prediction was right. She might switch on everyone. And then go ahead and move. Get her and her mom out of the, the wherever they're at. And yeah. I agree. So you, I mean, okay, but obviously it doesn't go that way. Wait, what? It doesn't, it doesn't go the direction of her switching on everyone. No, I, I do just see Annalise like ratting everyone out and then it just being, that's the finale. And then the next season, if there is one, um, they're all going to be like angry at Annalise and it's going to break down from that and that's going to be like the series finale it's just really interesting (laughs) it's interesting to me that we still don't know what operation bonfire is exactly like what crime do they want someone to be punished for ah but then i'm wondering okay did anyone ever wonder why it was called operation bonfire maybe because the first episode was a bonfire remember when they had actually well, killed Sam, that big fire. Bonnie's on fire. That's what I was thinking, Bonnie. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, the bonfire. It all started with the bonfire. It did all start with the bonfire. Yeah. So is it is it Sam's case? You, it's just so much. It's so much intertwined. It's so much looped in that we really just don't even know what Agent Telesco was really investigating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Granted, it's all the crimes that have happened. But are you trying to pin it on one person? Like, what is the goal here? Because even after Tegan, who was an MVP tonight, <laughs> yeah. even after she's gone through everything and Telesco gets pulled off of Operation Bonfire, we still don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also back to your Tegan thing, being the MVP, I literally wrote, Tegan did that yeah. on your line. Because she <laughs> did. Caps. She, like, she killed it. Yeah, she did. Um, but yeah, I think. That's why, also, another reason why I think that Annalise and Tegan, like, would make a dope team. So. Do me... skep- I'm still a little <laughs> skeptical. Do you guys not feel like it's shady for Tegan to have, to, to be close with Telesco as she is and to have slept, like, slept with her to kind of switch her and then go talk to Annalise about it? No, that's I was nervous move. about it. At first, I was nervous, like, oh my gosh, Tegan, you know, because we've seen her talk to the I'll just say the feds before, mm-hmm. and I was like, maybe she is still upset at Annalise and has this little rivalry going on. I don't know, but now it's like, okay, she took one for the team. Yeah. We love you for that. So yeah. you know, but it's still up in the air, and I'm not ready to fully trust her yet. Like Tegan, more like Lori Harvey. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Oh, stop, stop it! it. No. Please stop it! <laughs> I was She's n- younger than all of us. <laughs> I was nervous that Tegan, when when Tegan first started to go on to Teles- Agent Teleska. Telesco? Telesco, yeah. Telesco. I thought that it was because she didn't want Annalise to have immunity. The whole thing confused me because um, Tegan, I was wondering like, if she was she didn't want Annalise to have immunity or if, she, or if she did. Right. And also I was like, why is it even her business? Exactly. So that's why I think they're both obsessed, obsessed with her and maybe Tegan is like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win. Right. It was, I don't know, it was just interesting because when it comes to Annalise speaking with the FBI, Nate and both Frank wanted her to take the deal. 
Nate oh. and Frank said you should take the immunity deal. Yeah, I mean, I thought she's. I, if that was me, I would have been like, sorry guys, I didn't do anything. You gotta, you gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> I mean, not, I don't, I don't think it was like that. I think they more so just want her to be protected because yeah, she is. She didn't do anything and she's a leader. Right. Mm-hmm. The cutest moment though between Nate and Annalise is when she was telling him about the about agents, the FBI offering her immunity, and and she was like, you think I should sell you out and put you in jail? <laughs> and he was like, you did it before. I right. was like, ooh, because she, ooh. And that's what I'm saying. It's like you literally, I, the, the thing that I had to get away with her teaches is that you literally cannot forget what happens in previous seasons because it'll come back to bite you. Yeah. So that's what I'm realizing because I'm like, anybody could go off the deep end at this point. Yeah. Um, and not, I'm not even thinking anybody from the K-4, but I'm thinking like Bonnie, uh, even Frank, but Nate and Annalise, like anything could possibly send them over the edge. So how did, w- with with the FBI like really pressuring in, did anyone else heart drop when the FBI showed up to get the wedding photos and Oliver's computer? No. Um, yeah, no. no. <laughs> Just because it's like they, they're, it's like you expected they're going to have to confiscate something. They were also in Gabriel's room as well. So it's like, I, I wasn't n- mis- Mm. I wasn't necessarily <laughs> nervous about them uh, raiding their house. I was just kind of like, so what's the aftermath? What's going to happen because of this? But I wasn't nervous in the moment. I wasn't nervous about the wedding photos, but I was nervous about the laptop because yeah. I don't know if they planned. Like, they, they were they were doing what they needed to do when it came down to the wedding photos. We saw that. But when it came down to everything else, we didn't really know. But I feel like Oliver's a smart enough guy to have put something on his laptop that... He can only get to things. Yeah, I I, I trust Ollie. He's got yeah. it. I, yeah, I feel like they won't be able to find anything. If he's as smart as we think he is, they won't be able to find anything without him letting And them. he didn't seem that worried himself. And I also feel like Ollie probably has some way that he can access his computer, even without him being in front of his computer, where he can get things that. off. So I, I fully trust Oliver. Yeah. I, I thought about the fact that he can do that, but it still made me feel some type of way, especially with his mom being present and her wanting answers. But kudos to Connor for really covering that up after the FBI showed up to their house yeah. and him switching it to make it about the civil suit. I was very impressed with him. Connor's like one of the smartest people in the K4. You think so? Absolutely. Connor's like, they're all smart, but Connor is the one that they always kind of rely on. It's Connor and Michaela. Are you disagreeing, CJ? I mean, you know Viola loves Connor. Connor has helped her win that Supreme Court case. You can't... Well, Oliver is clearly the smartest in the group. He's he's tech savvy, but can he solve crimes and do what the the, K, the ultimate K-4 does? No. What does, what does I said Connor what I said. bring... It's fact. I'm sorry. It's not... What like, does Connor bring to Leave the a table? comment down below. But, like, Connor is... A, he's one of the smartest ones there. Like, as far as, like, strategy I think and, like, helping them, keeping them safe. Laurel's great with, like, helping them with cases and then Michaela's great at, like, closing cases. She's always, like, able or to maybe, get dirt on somebody. Maybe they all just have a good thing they're good at and they all collectively... I think the most intelligent one is... Is Oliver and oh then Laurel. And I, then Asher. Oliver's <laughs> definitely tech, tech savvy. Yeah. Laurel is really good at being sneaky and... Laurel's just, like, she just gets emotional but I think she's really smart. Yes. However, logically, I'll I'll agree with Jamie. Connor is logically sound. I guess we're going to agree to disagree. As always. (laughs) I want to talk about Miller's funeral. Miller's funeral? Yeah. Because it kind of sprung out on us. Okay. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, it, it... 
I expect there to be a funeral. I was definitely sad for uh, Miller's mother, who is grieving. And then when she's talking to Bonnie, I always, you know, whenever we get introduced to a new character, I do get a little nervous. So I was, I was nervous about her speaking to Bonnie, asking her about the governor. What did you know? You worked closely with my son, and I'm sure you knew the governor, you know, Annalise, all that. So it's like, what is it? Yeah, you know? and back to what I was saying, like, uh, at the beginning, when... I feel like Connor's, or not Connor, Miller's mom is going to start digging into Miller's death. Right. But before we go on to the next topic, um, thank you guys so much for watching our show. Just to begin with, thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. We truly, truly appreciate it. And we could always use your help as viewers. So one of the first things that you can do is, of course, like this video, thumbs it up. Also, subscribe, ring that notification bell. That way you can know whenever we are going to go live. Or if you don't want to, you don't have to ring the bell. It's okay. But make sure to like and subscribe. Also, you can listen to us on iTunes. Those of you that are listening, hey. And Spotify mm-hmm. as well. Give us five stars because the other four don't work. <laughs> and you can also leave a comment. Keep the conversation going. Um, and we really, really do appreciate you guys uh, for for helping us out. AfterBuzz has done so much for me and a lot of the hosts here. It gives us so many opportunities. And it's great to, of course, you know, keep the conversation going with you guys. So leave a comment. And we just we love you guys. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, guys. And choose between who you think the smartest person of the Keating Five is in the comments. We we literally want to get into that. Yeah. So, wait. So, going into the funeral. We get into this funeral, and what was so interesting, and I know that CJ keeps bringing it up, it's the fact that Miller's mom seems suspicious toward yeah. Bonnie. Makes me nervous. But she, her, even just her whole aura. She came out of nowhere. I get it. Your son died. She's gonna pop up. I mean, no, no, it's not to be insensitive. It, and I'm sorry. Died. It's a show. It's <laughs> fiction. But let's like be real. I expected her mom, his mom, to pop up. Like, you know, he died. Um, but just her whole presence, her whole aura. She seems suspicious of Bonnie and everybody. And I'm just, I'm just worried about Bonnie. I don't know what's going on with her. And is she pregnant? She I don't know. Be. Yes, but at the same time, it's making me nervous for the K-5. Whose side are you on? Whose side am I on? Yeah. Clearly Miller's mom. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean... You I don't care about that on. lady? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. She's, she's innocent. She's not done anything she, except lose a son. Why would you not be on her side? Right. She's going to be skeptical, but it's like, I still so trust her. So why would her. you not be on her? Also, think about it. Her son is the DA. I wonder if, like... His he mom was ever, you know, had like a huge position, you know, like I'm wondering. And also, where's his dad? So maybe it's just so many questions. I love how smart she is, though. For her to for her for her to address Bonnie at the funeral was like, well, you have to know something because you brought up the governor before that went out. I thought they were going to dig into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised to see the governor at the end of this episode. So, so the way that that transpired was in, was interesting, but I really thought that they were going to get into more of, yeah, Bonnie, how did you know that why, why did you ask me about the governor? How did you know that this was involved? Like, why didn't the receptionist, the receptionist also kind of, I didn't see her at the funeral, by the way. Who? The receptionist. Wait, what? Oh, mild, yeah, yeah, yeah. mild observation. <laughs> I didn't say at the funeral, but it would have been pretty interesting for the receptionist and Miller's mom to confront Bonnie about the governor. But why would the receptionist even have like something to say? Because Bonnie was harassing her about if she remembers Miller ever talking to the governor. Okay. And I mean, this whole story is on the news. Like, I would be nervous too. Like, all this is happening around you. You could be a potential suspect too. So it's like, you just you can't trust anybody. Can't trust these people. Yeah. And and with <laughs> with all of the stuff happening with the funeral, Bonnie might like I thought be Bonnie pregnant. was pregnant. I, no, she's not. She said right. no. Well, she might not be because some tests are like false. 
So you think it was a false test? I mean, it could be. Do y'all do y'all at home think Bonnie lied about her her pregnancy results? Not, not lied, but it could be like the test just could have gotten it wrong. She could have got Sometimes something from the Dollar Tree. Sometimes you have to take Dollar it a, a couple times, though, too. And Dollar Tree's, you know, I'm sure, not that I've done this, <laughs> yeah, I but like, I've heard <laughs> that Dollar Tree pregnancy tests are just as good as, like, Clear Blue or something. Honestly, word of mouth. Word of mouth. I was here for Bonnie being pregnant. Yeah, oh, I would, well, I would love to see her pregnant because I'm like, she needs some joy, but also nervous that a lot of babies are stressed, you and know, from the stress that you're going through, so I don't know. That also confused me because... When they he asked, um, when Frank asked if Bonnie was pregnant, I was like, "Has Bonnie and Frank been like in relation?" They haven't because hasn't it been a while for it to be like Miller's baby? No, I don't know. Well, that confused me because I, I, be I was like, Frank I was like, is it or... is Frank and Bonnie like doing the do? They <laughs> did, I, yeah, but not recently. Not but, like, since she's Miller been sleeping not... in his bed. Yeah, but they're not <laughs> being sexual. Like he's just. He's being very supportive. He's being super sweet, actually. I mean, like, but how they supportive, had been though. sexual before. And how supportive? And it, like, because not even just in that flashback, but they had had sex just like two seasons ago. So or that's one. why I'm like, maybe when she, you know, he, she needs that comfort. So we're hoping that it's Miller's. But what I'm thinking they're gonna do is, let's say if Bonnie did end up pregnant, she's gonna think that it's Miller's when it's really Frank's. They're not even sleeping together. They, they are sleeping together. Oh they, my I, god! I think they are. If you guys think they're sleeping together, no, leave they, a comment. They're hundred percent sleeping together. We mean having sex. Are they having intercourse? They're but not. Still, I mean, they have an intercourse. They are grown people. She's Bonnie's, stressed. Yes. Bonnie's not pregnant. She said she's not pregnant. I would have loved for her to be pregnant, and it also brought up just how we never got a follow up from her son and her sister. Like, we we got into that a little bit when Miller was alive, and then we just, we yeah, don't know what happened. Like, they just trail off of these tangents. It's too it. much. Because, we yeah, we, we still don't know about so many people. Gabriel's Gabriel's mother, Laurel's mother, and her dad. Um, and then everyone else that we just mentioned. Michaela's parents. Like, just so many people are going to come out the woodworks. How to Get Away with Murder could go on for seasons and seasons to come. Right. So, before we get into our special segment, there are two... Topics that I want to get into. Okay. One, Nate being super genius for framing the death of Miller and the way that he did when it comes down to the soil on the tire tracks, the bleaching of the body. Like, mm-hmm. the way that he made that to the construction, it was just like, you really do got something going on Smart here. black man, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but he also is a detective, so it's like he would know what the FBI would expect and not expect. So I'm like, hopefully there's no holes in his method, but Nate's a smart man. He's like, listen, I'm about to find out who killed my dad. You're not about to have me in jail and then kill me too. Like, no. I was yeah. just super surprised. I love that Frank gave him kudos for that. Yeah. And then speaking of him being Touché. so into who killed his dad... Do y'all believe the governor when she says that it's Crawford? Nope. <sighs> nope. I don't. Yes, right now. For right now, I do believe her. But I'm just like, Annalise, why would you meet with, go- with the governor when she probably knows that you're framing her? I was like, does someone have a wire? Is there somebody watching? Like, church or not? Why would Crawford want Nate Sr. Yeah, dead? Yeah, that makes no sense. I th- I, so in my head, I was thinking Crawford might want him dead because remember when Annalise was going to say deuces to Crawford and his firm just to go with the governor anyway? Mm. And then Nate Sr. happened to die. Like, Very interesting. You know, was I feel like Crawford is petty. Yes, Crawford's petty and time. he's messy because like, even if you were in love with your old client from your uh, last position, 
that was still messy too. It's like he's one of those men that knows better, but he does the opposite. He's messy and petty enough to kill. Uh, yeah. Especially like a, an old man in jail. That's like and, and like, and also this was a case that stressed him and his firm out because they were make, trying to make sure that that's Nate a would really be okay. good point, Jamie. You know, and also remember when Crawford he uh, was that episode earlier this season. He was just sitting in his office looking really uh, distraught, and Annalise could see him because you know he knew that Annalise wanted to leave, mm-hmm. and he we weren't really sure um, if his firm was going to lose money because they were in a tight pickle. So I feel like Crawford is the type where he's sneaky. And, you know, it's his name on the line, too. And he's, yeah, I think he's sneaky. And he also feels he's the least susceptible. Who expects him? So with the with the next two episodes, we're really going to have to keep an eye out on Crawford. Uh, for yeah. Tegan. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's just so much happening. So, like, this episode wasn't as thrilling as you mentioned, but it was a lot of information, yeah. which has us thinking. Like, there could be hundreds of scenarios just based off of the information we received tonight. Right. We would literally run ourselves crazy. Yeah, my mind's like going crazy. Well, let's move into our special segment. I hope you guys have been thinking about your Keating's best. Yes, I was telling you to say it at the same time. (laughs) Well, well, we have to explain what Keating's best is. Keating's best is basically when we choose who the MVP is of tonight's episode out of everyone minus Keating's because minus Keating because it is Keating's best. So. Do you, should we all just say it at the same time? Because I feel like we are going to have the same Let's answer. see. And then all we can right. explain just in case if it's different. You ready? All right. We all have One, the same answer. One, two, three. Tegan! Tegan. Yes. Tegan did that. She <laughs> did. <laughs> she did. She, like, killed everything. She had to uh, sleep with the Telesco. She didn't have to. Well, she didn't have Well, she slept with Telesco. She probably so wanted like, to, and she's like, she's going to get her cake and eat it, too. <laughs> she's my best, it. just because she brought Annalise into what she was doing. However, I still was confused on why Tegan would do that in the first place. Like, why yeah. Why do we not want Annalise to talk with the FBI? I think, you know, I think that. that people still underestimate Tegan. I feel like she thinks that, not us, but I think that she thinks uh, the K4 underestimate her because mm-hmm. she's like I am still the HBIC in here okay you guys came here you know when I was already here I'm a great lawyer Tegan is smart and she's up there with Annalise so I think she still has the power to twist this thing out on her own to come out on top because I agree I just again I do like Tegan but do I trust her fully no I do, I think Tegan's the realest person on the we don't know enough about her also, let me just throw this in there because I was thinking about it since we all said Tegan. Nate is my second best, and then Annalise's mom. But Nate is my second best because a few episodes ago we were calling him crazy. He was being reactive and erratic, and he hasn't showed us any of those signs the past two or three episodes. Yeah. He's been very logically everything that he's been doing and all of the craziness that he's been going through has started to make sense. So I also just want to kudos to him because he's saving their you know him and Bonnie's butt. Yeah. Well, Everyone, let us know who you think your Tegan's best is in the comments. Or not Tegan. <laughs> Tegan's best. Slow best. down a little bit. Remix. <laughs> let us know who your Keating's best is in the comments. If you agree that it's Tegan or someone else, let us know. We'd love to hear you out. Yeah. I also want to hear why you think it might not be Tegan. I'm curious to know that. 
Yeah. Mm, yeah, let us know. Let's move into some news and gossip. Uh, our favorite segment. You ready? <laughs> All right, so we have some non-Instagram picks today. Um, I want to start with the NAACP Image Awards. You guys, I had the pleasure of going to this hey. award ceremony. Um, not, not the actual awards, but they announced the nominations. So it's an exciting time for a lot of actors. Uh, the first nomination that I wanted to show you guys is How to Get Away with Murder. They are nominated for Outstanding Drama series. So that's super exciting. Um, And this is just pretty much three as a whole because Viola Davis is in Widows. Widows in the next photo, they are nominated for original, I'm sorry, Outstanding Ensemble Cast and a Motion Picture. That's also exciting. Is that Crazy Rich Asians? Um, Crazy Rich Asians is also nominated. Now, of course, for those of you that are wondering, NAACP is for colored people, not just black people. So Asians are included as well. I was just mentioning that because Crazy Rich Asians is the best movie of all time. Honestly, go see that right now. I love it. Okay. It was great, but the <laughs> I best. Guess. That's it a was awesome. Well, you know, Constance Wu is nominated in the next photo for um, Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture, but let's give it up for Viola Davis, who was nominated Ooh. for Widows, for her yes. performance in Widows. So congrats. The NAACP Image Awards is a big deal, and it's going to be airing in March, and it's the 50th annual one, so is that there you go. Um, now, next, the next story that I wanted to t- tell you guys is um, Jack Fallahy, who plays Connor, one of my favorites, the smartest guy on there. So he um, he actually has a campaign with Obin. It's a whiskey. Anybody here like whiskey? I like alcohol. I like- I'm not a, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm more of a like okay. light liquor wine type of gal, but you know, but um, I wanted to show the next like photo vodka. that shows you how it's pronounced. It's spelled O-B-A-N, but it's pronounced Obin, and it shows you right there. So he is uh, campaigning with them, and I think that's really awesome. Doing big things. Good for him. Yeah. And um, also, Jack Fallahy. Some, some samples. I know, right, Jack? Hey, we're all of age. We'll here. do a review for the finale. Give Send me a us shot some of the whiskey. Chaser. We're going to need it. Yes. <laughs> also, speaking of the finale, so Jack had a recent interview with um, Us Weekly where he says, with the finale, we might be sad. Yes. Uh, just go ahead and play a quick clip from uh, this clip where he talks with Us Weekly. I'm a little nervous. I know. I don't want to be sad. Why? I mean, it's a sad show. The, the last episode is um, is actually titled, Please Tell Me That No One Else Is Dead. Like, so. what does he have to say? I, I, I want it to be thrilling, but I don't want to be sad. Right. We'll just play a quick clip, and then the rest of it you can catch on Us Weekly. Let's hear it. Two more episodes left until the finale. Yes. Right. A lot is going on. A lot is going on. Two more episodes. Episodes. Wait, that's good. Do we actually think that they're going to get away with murder this time? Uh-oh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, but you don't. You, you know. know. I do know, but yes. yeah, I can't tell. He seems but like he lost I was talking about this with a friend of mine. He definitely doesn't look like Connor. How in the beginning <laughs> seasons, I was much more like confident, God. I think, mm-hmm. in thinking like, oh yeah, like they're going to get away with it. Sure. But now as the show's gone on, I'm starting to reconsider my my position on that and, and I, like, I i think that goes into your prediction go to federal prison. Something, something has yeah. to happen yeah. something bad oh. happens. and at least they turning on them oh, yeah. 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 yeah all right well thank you so much for that clip you guys uh, are you guys excited mm-hmm. are you nervous yes. no this makes me nervous yeah him saying we're gonna be sad not knowing if they're gonna get away with murder that makes me very someone's gonna and die well would you say the name of the episode was? um please tell me no one else is dead yeah, so that's the finale like well, that's, I'll save that for predictions. Yeah, two more episodes. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move into predictions right. while we're here. <laughs> well, let's do it. All right. Well, oh, oh, oh yes. Oh, my you know I love this music. Eerie. 
Take it away, yeah. CJ. What's your prediction? Um, back to what he was saying and what you said the name of the episode was. Um, please don't tell me anyone else is dead. Mm-hmm. I think that Annalise is go- going to like take the immunity deal. They're, they're going to give her another immunity deal or something. She's going to take it, turn them all in, and then they're gonna. she's going to be like giving them names, and they're going to be like, please don't tell me anyone else is dead. And we're going to be sad because she just turned everyone in. Uh, okay, I'll let that be your prediction. I don't yeah. know that I agree. I don't think it's going to go like that necessarily because Annalise was in the battle with herself when she was talking to her mom on whether she should love herself and choose herself or save everyone else. And, like, her mom was giving her the advice of if you save everyone else and you loving on everyone else is going to fill you up and make you happy. So I think she's going to be in a place where she doesn't know if she wants to make that decision to turn everyone in or if she really wants to try to find a way to save everyone. And she loves a good challenge. So that's the only reason I don't, I can't jump on board with the prediction, but it's definitely a possibility. Right, right. Um, So I have a few. First of all, Crawford is in trouble. I actually think if if people find out or if he finds out that other people are on to him and he really did do it, this guy might actually commit suicide. He just seems like he has a little bit of a loose screw. Mm. Him and Homegirl from his old client where he was messing with her, and I just feel like he can't handle it. He just seems like a little ticky-ticky-boom-boom, and I'm just I'm waiting for that. Um, who could possibly die in the finale? I'm thinking either Nate, just by someone just killing him, or he kills himself, or Bonnie, same thing. Um, or even Bonnie's... Um, the last episode of the finale, I truly believe someone will die. Um, or Bonnie's sister, or something, somewhat, somewhere around those lines, but those are my um, predictions for who will die. Um, as far as who Gabriel's on the phone with, I don't know if that's his mom or not. Like, oh yeah, I was with Michaela all day. No, you weren't. Like, who is he talking to? We don't know that yet, but... I'm still a little skeptical about that. Um, and I think I think I'm gonna say Nate might be the one who might be dead only because he's he worries me from time to time. He lost his wife. I almost forgot about that. He lost his dad, who he hadn't known for a while, and then, you know, all of a sudden, bam, he's dead. And he also helped kill one of his friends' boyfriend, who was gonna be his her fiance, like all he, imagine that pressure. And he's probably tired of his job anyway, like, oh my gosh, it's thankless. So that's my predictions. I think my prediction is that Annalise and Nate will pick something back up. I know we don't want to see them together. I know that we're kind of over it. But I don't think that they had her mom tease that for no reason. And especially since she was possibly being offered immunity, she can tell on everyone. Um, And she might not want to tell on Nate just because he's been through all of those things you just listed. So my prediction is that they are going to get involved in some way again. Right. And that's going to be her release because, again... We're used to Annalise sleeping with somebody, and she ain't been sleeping with nobody this season. She's selling, she's she's saving it, saving it. So my prediction is that. Any final thoughts before we reconvene next week? Um, I have a final thought. Okay. Um, my birthday's your birthday. in five. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. your birthday! Of course, it's your birthday. <laughs> five days. Next time you guys see me, I'll be another year. You'll be a grown man. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, as always, thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Elena. You can follow me on all social platforms at Hey underscore It's Lay. I'm Jamie. You can find me on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray. What's up, guys? Thanks for listening. I'm CJ Walker. You can find me everywhere at ICJ Walker, even on YouTube, because I'm a YouTuber. Please, please, please leave comments down below. We'd love to hear your thoughts about tonight's episode, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye, guys. tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the...
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.